Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. This is going to be episode number 53. Today's August 28th, 2016. It is Sunday again. My name is Mike. I was going to say on the other side of the table from me, but we're not at the table anymore. We've, we've moved or we've relocated the entire show. So I like this even better, Lisa. I've had this in mind. Should I start over and just, I'm just going to do it. You ready? As ready as I'll ever be. So welcome everybody to the Elisa the Yearnies to podcast. My name is Mike and by my side, as always, Aww. is Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? Well, good. That just makes me, that's a little sappy and sweet. I like it better. Yeah. I think it works better. So thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, we're uh, doing episode number 53 today here. Um, as always, we do encourage you to shop local. But if you're going to do some online shopping, which we do from time to time, you can go ahead and go to alisathearnista.com. And over on the right-hand side, we've got a whole bunch of, not a whole bunch, we've got a couple Amazon affiliate things over there that you can click on that'll take you to amazon.com. You go over there and do your shopping. Everything is exactly the same. Nothing changes. But when you put stuff in your cart and check out, there's a chance that Amazon will kick back a little bit of that purchase to us here at the program. And then it'll help us to buy new things and pay bills and buy food like for the dogs, dog food. And more beer because. And so this episode, I almost called this one quits and didn't even try. We almost had to. Well, yeah, that's true. We almost had to because uh, I've spilled two beers getting ready for this podcast. And I don't know how in the first one spilled directly onto the mixer, which is a pretty important piece of uh, the show. Because without that, we go back to the old way, which was okay. But we just got the new way, and I didn't want to give it up. You never spill beer. And I don't. I've known you for a lot of years, and I have hardly ever seen you spill beer. And today I've done two, just as we were getting ready for the show. So I don't and know. And it was the third time in this new room. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think in the other, like where I had my computer stuff set up before, I never spilled. So I don't know what is going on. Maybe the room is cursed. It's telling us that we shouldn't be in here. We should leave and go somewhere else. It's, Back to the kitchen. It's rejecting my departure. Maybe that's what it is. It liked having you in here and does not want me. It's like, oh, stinky boy. Bring the girl back. Mm -hmm. Probably. But the other room will be happy to have you. Mm-hmm. So that, you, uh, yeah, go click on the Amazon stuff. You can also go to fireflyfibers.com, which is the local yarn shop that Elisa and I own here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. If you go there and put $100 worth of stuff into your cart or more, when you check out, make sure you're using offer code free ship. It's F R E E S H I P. And that'll get you free shipping on your entire order of $100 or more. And I know there was something very exciting uh, going up. Is it up this week or already there that you wanted to talk about for the website? Um, well, there's actually, well, I have a list for all of oh, new stuff. Okay. Didn't you see my list? It's, it should be on there. Oh, I don't, I don't look at the list anymore because it doesn't change very much. Oh, but I changed it. I updated oh, it. That. See? Hey. I, I numbered them. Wow, that's. I know. They're, they're out of order, though. I know they're out of order. That's because I don't have, like, a mouse and I can't, like, cut and paste because I'm just oh, doing it on my iPad. So this it. works for me. All right. Number one. Nurtured is back in stock. Yeah. Um, Julie Aslan's Nurtured has really been insanely popular. So um, this is the second year. And I still remember when she called me and mm -hmm. said, what do you think about this? Do you think this might work? And I'm like, Yeah. We'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. And it has been crazy. So um, she has the second mill run back on several colors. Um, there are a few colors that are still out of stock. Um, and those will be coming um, and within the next two to three weeks. But there is a new shawl out by Alicia Plummer um, that uses Irma and Through the Looking Glass. And both of those are back in stock. And those are colors, Irma and Through the Looking Glass? Yes, okay. they are. They are. What colors are those? Those are not very descriptive. Irma is the kind of oatmeal-y color that I did my sweater okay. in. Yep. And then um, Through the Looking Glass was the original one that she did that, that that's like a kind of a turquoise kind of an aqua color. Okay. If I were naming colors, they'd all be like blue and green and yellow. No, I wouldn't let you do that. Oh, is that boring? I would not let you do that. Ah. I don't like names like that. I like fun names. But you know exactly what you're getting. No, you don't. You're getting blue and green. But what kind of blue? What kind of green? Just, you know, blue and green. 
No. Oh, okay. Oh, Compass. So Compass is the yeah. I'm just going to ignore you now. Um, Compass is the on the list. Um, the color that oh, it's a color. The color See, nurtured. That's, that's confusing, that Elisa. It's kind of a coppery, kind of a bronzy kind of yellow. Um, that's one um, that uh, Shannon Cook used in her um, Amberly shawl. That one is not back in stock yet, but I do have enough left from last year's mill run for one shawl if somebody wants to order that. Okay. So, but the we'll let we'll let everyone know when they're all back in stock. So, yeah, I'm sure we will. Mm-hmm. Um. The, oh boy, there he goes. What? Didn't you hear him? Who? Rollo. No. Who? Where is he? I think he's in. He's, oh, there he is. Yes. That he's, I heard. he's in the hallway. He's barking. Oh. Um, he can so, come in here. We don't have the room blocked off or anything. If he wants to come in, he, he can't lay under the table as always, so he's going to have to lie kind of in the general vicinity, like in the random kind of like the day i was downstairs in the kitchen i was making something i'm like who is the idiot in the neighborhood that is just yeah. letting their dog bark and bark and bark and i realized it was rollo in the upstairs bedroom window barking out at something i'm thinking he what is he i don't know what he's doing he i think he feels like we should be back down in the kitchen this he, he knows what we're doing and it's not the normal in the right routine. place we're in the wrong place you didn't lock him out did you i don't think so okay you want to go check? I'm sure. pretty sure I didn't. Lisa's going to go check because otherwise he's going to do that for what the next hour. No, he's okay. Right? He's all out of sorts. He doesn't know what's going on. So anyway, we're talking. What are we talking about? Julie Aslan colors. Um, I'm back. Um, well, we were talking about the nurtured. The other thing that came from Julie this week, sorry, I'm moving around and shifting and trying to get myself <laughs> situated again. Um, the Her new mohair, um, Anatolia, just arrived. Um, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous in person. Um, so it's 330 yards, I believe, of a lace weight um, mohair silk blend. Cool. And some of the colors are familiar. Um, some of them are new colors that she created just for the the line. Um, there are 12 colors. They're all up on our website right now. I'm working on a shop sample. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Cool. Um, but I am working on a shop sample. And, and it's it's you can easily just swap it out for anything that uses like Kid Silk Haze or anything like that. It's a little bit lighter weight than Kid Silk Haze, um, but it's still beautiful. Nice. It's, it'll, okay. it'll work enough. Yeah, from so. what I've seen, it's, it, it's very fuzzy. It is. And it's soft and it's really pretty. So um, the third thing, um, the this was a really exciting thing to add. And I it, I was excited that I found um, the wholesaler for this. Sure. Um, the Knitter's Graph Paper Journal. Um, it's a really cool, like, cart, like a, a soft cover. Um, it's kind of like a like a field notes. Um, but yeah. larger with with um, really like actual like graph paper that is sized realistically for knit stitches because mm-hmm. they're wider than they are tall. So exactly. the graph paper is it's proportioned appropriately for that. So and the front of it, the front cover has um, what does it have? I think there's a needle cha- a needle chart in there to keep track of your needles. Um, a couple, th- I can't remember what else is in the front, but in the back it has um, a list of abbreviations. And so it's a really cool thing. So those are listed on the website. Um, and I actually, I'm using one now for the sweater that I'm working on. Because yeah. the sweater pattern kind of made my head hurt a little bit. So I had to map <laughs> it out. Um, but yeah, it's really nice. So I think they're $12. So yes. if you're looking for something to get you up over the 100 there you go. That would do it. That would do free, it. Get your free shipping. And it's a so. nice, it's a, just a nice looking tool. It's got mm-hmm. all kinds of resources and stuff in there and lots of graph paper. And yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah. And I like, and it's, it's soft covered. So it's easy to just kind of shove into a bag and it's not, it's, it's not too terribly thick that it's going to take up a lot of space. So the last thing is the very much anticipated, um, or just we've been oh, waiting yeah. the, um, blue sky fibers, the 21 color, Slouch hat? Slouch hat knit kit on a string. 
Yeah. It's like so many words and none of them are hyphenated and it's all like just too many words in a, in, in a long bunch. But it's a 21 color hat from Blue Sky. That's what you need yes. to know. And is it the Woolstock? It's in the Woolstock. It's yeah. it comes on this really cool leather cord that has all of the colors with little tags on them that says that it has the color name and the number and the yardage. So it's pretty awesome. And then the pattern comes attached to yeah. it all. So well, it's a fun way to experience all the different colors. Yeah. And yeah. So those are going to be arriving mid to late September. Um, the lovely folks at Blue Sky have to assemble each and every one of them. The mm-hmm. mini skeins are coming in already made up, but they have to actually take and put them on the leather cord and put the um, pattern on there. So when somebody like me orders a bunch, mm-hmm. um, then creates a lot they, of work. For they them. have to put them all together. So yep. um, we have. We have our first shipment of them coming next month, so we are taking pre-orders. Yes. With so, a limit of two. Two per person. And this yep. is where the whole FireflyFibers.com thing got started. So you can go out there, pre-order. Again, limited, limited is two only because they're going to be kind of tough to get. We want everybody to have a chance to do at least one if they want. And we'll have more in October, too. But right yeah. right away, I know people people everywhere have been waiting for them. I've been getting phone calls and emails, yeah. and when are you going to have them? And I just... I would rather at this point we're going to have more in October. So if you're if you want more than two, then you can email me or um, leave us a note when you're checking out, um, and I'll be setting up something for pre-orders for October if we end up going into that. Sure. So yeah, um, but they're just they're playing. They, I mean the the whole Woolstock line has been so popular. They just I don't they they have been backordered on just about everything. So. It's very cool. It makes me excited for them. Yeah, it seems like this has been kind of a slow, like a slow burn. It's been building up for a long time, and there's been a high demand and kind of a low, I want to say low supply. But, I mean, you had, what, how many, like seven of these early on? Or did you have only have the one that was a giveaway? I had one that was a giveaway, and I was, before they, before we weren't even able to, like, they, they like, what they got in at the warehouse was gone before it even arrived. Yeah. So... Yeah. So we have, we did some, we did pre-orders for a few to begin with and that's all that they were able to fill for us. But we've been waiting since like June, I think. I I talked to him yesterday, I think our, or Friday, it was June like 17th or 18th, I think when I got the order in and we're still waiting. So yeah. So it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're very cool. Yep. So when you listen, as you listen to this, go out to the website, you can pre-order those there. Otherwise stop into the store. I assume you can do the same there if you're local, right? Cool. Yeah, if you are ordering anything else though with it, just make sure that I mean it'll either it'll ship with the kits when they arrive, or if you want something that's going to ship sooner, then place two separate orders. Does okay. that make sense? I, it makes sense to me. I think okay. I was. I was. It's also listed on there too. All right. So I was only half listening to that part because I'm watching the, the the bars and things go up and down and making sure that we're not yelling at people. This is fun. I like this whole like producing and talking at the same time that's not easy it gives me respect for the few people out there that do that it's fun well i'm glad you're having fun i'm having a good time it would before it was fun just talking now i get to work with electronics and mixers and knobs and twisty things and that's a lot of fun too you look like you're having fun i'm having a good time and i haven't spilled my beer yet so i'm pretty happy about that too have you had a sip of your beer or oh, moved several. Much? Okay. oh yeah okay yeah several all right, so if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, ideas, ideas for top five, we're going to do a top five in a little bit, our top five favorite books slash book series slash authors, go into that a little bit more when we talk about it, but if you have ideas that we, you know, for top fives, let us know, we're making a list of those and we're going to do some more of those as we kind of go forward. You can send those to podcast at lisathearnista.com, you can always, always, also always, always, always. Always, always. You can always, always post on the uh, Lisa the Arnista Facebook and Twitter and whatnot, wherever we post the show as it goes up. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, what have you been knitting on this week? Um, I haven't been knitting a whole lot. This is like three weeks in a row. I know. What's it's terrible. On? I've been busy and we've been getting, fall deliveries are coming in at the store. So mm-hmm. it's been crazy with trying to get yeah. that stuff out. And that's my priority when I'm there get stuff out and it will and it's just been busy well, I mean, packing up orders and because the nurtures came in and, and make money what yeah so if you're just sitting around knitting you're not getting things on the shelves for people to buy that, that can be a problem yes 
So what I am, well, I finished, I did finish it. I, I finished it. I think maybe I finished it last week, but I hadn't woven in my ends yet. My second Caledonia cowl. Yep. I think you did talk about I, that. I had not woven in my ends and I finally did that. Um, I said enough is enough on Friday morning at open knitting. It was about, we started at 10 and it was about 1130 and I said enough is enough and I grabbed it and I went and I sat down um, and I wove in my ends. Just get it done. Otherwise you're going to sit there and it's going to yeah. haunt you. You're knowing the ends are not woven in yet. Well, I kept it's not done. So I'm dragging around this like, because it's a big cowl. Is that the one that was on from the trunk show? No. Oh, what was that? Oh, it's a cowl without a scarf. I'm with you now. Yeah. I get the difference between a cowl and a scarf. I know things. You do. A couple. <laughs> One or two things. Not very many, but some here and there. So I kept dragging it back and forth with me because I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to sit and watch some. I have some videos that I have to watch for some stuff at, for, that are work related. So I'm like, well, I'm going to take it with me and I can I can weave in my ends while I'm, you know, watching the video. But sure. then other things come up. You know, the phone is ringing and there are orders that need to be packed up. And then, you know, people come into the store. And I, I mean, that's that's just that's what I have to do. Yeah. And then I work a little too hard sometimes, so... Sometimes. I did not get my ends woven in. So I did that, and I actually, I wore it to work yesterday. Cool. And it was really nice, because it was a coolish day, so, yeah. So that's all you know I finished. What? But if, what? I was going to say, speaking of coolish days, I was going through and putting some stuff away and looking in my closet, and I had a hoodie and some sweatpants. I'm like, I'm looking forward to wearing my hoodies. I like fall, so I'll wear my hoodies and my sweatpants in the morning and that kind of stuff, but I'm looking forward to it. I don't know why. I'm not looking forward to snow and winter, but man, yeah, I'm looking forward to the cool weather and do, wearing uh, some sweatshirts, maybe go out and uh, light a nice fire and drink some beer by the fire. And not sweating. And not sweating, yeah. It's just been a, it's been a really humid summer. Well, it's been a really weird, well, at least August anyway, because I usually, I always look yeah. forward to August because it doesn't rain. It's really dry and usually hot, but it's really dry when the grass gets all brown and crunchy, which it's means. not brown or crunchy. Yeah. If it's brown and crunchy, it means you don't have to mow. No lawn mowing. It didn't happen this year. And it was very disappointing for me. I talked to my dad about that for a little while too. And he said the same thing. He looks forward to not mowing, but it doesn't, didn't happen this year. No. Too much rain, too much humidity. The grass is beautiful, though. I mean, it looks, yeah, fine. It looks great. That's that's fantastic. But the, the flowers are weird, too, <laughs> because there are those flowers that bloom in August that just kind of haven't really done their thing a whole lot because yeah. it's it's just, it's not typical weather. Well, and, and the garden has been weird, too. The garden's been weird, and their leaves are already changing. I see, like, our neighbors have, have a tree that's already mm-hmm. turning red. That one always turns early. That one turns early, but there's one at work, too, doing the same thing, and so it's like we're rushing out of summer. It never really had like an August dry summer, which I, which I guess is good. Fine. It's good. But I had to mow. That's not good. Poor thing. I know. So what else are you working on? I am. Um, oh, I, I, I cast on two new projects, which I probably shouldn't be bragging and excited that I cast on two new projects because what? I have not finished two of my other projects. Oh, you don't need to finish projects Aww. to start new ones. That's not what some people tell me. No, whatever. You do whatever. You're the knitting professional. You do whatever you want to do. Well, That's how both, it works. They're both for the store, so they kind of don't there count. You go. Yeah, exactly. So um, one of them is in um, Plymouth Homestead is a new yarn that we got at the shop. And just a really nice rustic wool really rustic it's just it's it's not like it's not soft like a like a like a merino but it's it's it it knits up really nice and it's soft after it's been washed and blocked um it's very similar to um eco wool by cascade okay so we have all 25 colors in stock and the thing that i really like about it is that they come in 100 gram hanks so if you need just a little bit more yardage for a project, you don't have to get, like with Cascade, with the Eco Wool, you have to get another 478 yards. That's a lot of yards. It's a lot of yards. So if somebody's just barely over two skeins for a sweater, they have to spend Good another $24 for yeah. another 100 yards. Yeah, I mean, so, it's, it's nice. It's It does its thing. But yeah, when you have to buy, if you only need so much, you have to yeah. buy. And I just remember winding those things up. It takes forever yeah. to wind those into well, balls because it's so much yarn. And we end up winding a lot of them too because knitters can't wind them on their own winders. Oh, sure. That makes sense. They, yeah. it, they're just, they're too big. It would have to be split into two. So, um, 
but the homestead is nice. It's the 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 colors are really great. Like mm-hmm. they're all twenty five of them are beautiful. It looks nice hanging up. I was mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. I didn't know what it looked like or what to expect. But yeah, it looks good. Yeah, and the color. Yeah, the colors are all really nice. They're they're nice and they're just they they have all kind of like have a nice undertone to mm-hmm. them. Um, a friend of mine was in yesterday and she said that even the because neither one of us are like very like because there's like a soft yellow in the color lineup and mm-hmm. the soft yellow both of us agree that we even like the soft yellow cool so it doesn't look it, it's a light yellow that could work for a baby but it could also work for other things okay so but i am working on i just cast on um wolf river by dandelion girl you. um dandelion so. girl who's that don't make me try and say your name okay. <laughs> melissa something shawaski i can't melissa say s it. Melissa S. We'll say Melissa S. Yeah. Dandelion Dandel- Girl. Girl Designs. All right. There you go. That's easier. So, um, well, that's why I said that. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. I'll yeah, I can't, say your, I can't say your last name. <laughs> so, um, but it's a really fun sweater. It's knit. It has a lace. The front and the back are exactly the same, but it has a lace front and, uh, or it has a lace pattern up on the, the main section of it. And it's a little bit oversized and it's really, it's a really nice sweater. Cool. So, oh. he's howling at some, he's howling at the moon. Is there is there a moon yet? It's not dark enough for there to be a moon. So, do you want to go get him and all, uh, or should I go get him? Because I have to talk about my other project. You want to go ahead and talk about your project, and then okay. I'll see. I don't, yeah, I'll just keep talking. He doesn't want anything. There's nothing. What I, am I going to do? I don't know. He's quiet now. I don't know why he's not coming. All right, in now here. we'll ignore him. Just go. Okay. We'll, talk, we'll one, keep two, three, talking. Go. And <laughs> one, two, three, go. Oh, God. I thought it was going to be easier because he wasn't going to be able to pace around underneath the table and stuff. At least he's crying in another room. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and talk about your other project. I'm going to go see. I don't know what he wants. Just try and get him to come in here. So the other project that I'm working on is um, the church mouse mohair bias loop in Julie's new Anatolia. Um, It's a really simple knit uh, has a nice provisional cast on and then you just increase on one side and decrease on the other as you're working through it um but it's it's so light um i had a sample at the shop in um kid silk haze glamour i think it was the one with the sequins in it you remember that mike yes i remember that one um but yeah this will be um this one i think is going to be really pretty i'm doing it in the colorway ballerine ballerina which i'm pretty sure is ballerina maybe i don't know i don't i don't speak the french so i assume that's pink yeah <laughs> yeah it's a light as it's like too too pink exactly what else would it be so um that one I'm, I'm working on that too and that one's just kind of a nice it's on ten and a half i think that's what i was gonna say i'd say ten and a half if i was gonna make a guess i'd say probably at least ten and a half if not well hi rollo yeah He's joined us for the show. He says, it's very weird. You guys are talking in a different room. So that's what I'm working on. That's all I got. It's all you got? Yeah. So where do you want to go from here? Do we talk about, you want to talk about the, all the canning you did this week? Or should we talk about? Let's, how about our top fives? All right. Let's go. Actually, it's probably a good idea because I look at my phone and my phone is dying on my, my top five list is on my phone <laughs> so hopefully we make it mine's this. on paper i i wrote mine on paper because that's how i roll you roll old school i do sometimes i sometimes do sometimes i do too but i i don't i just i think i did this at work so i'm like if i work if i write this down here, you're not gonna bring gonna, it home no it's gonna stay at work mm-hmm. so fortunately i wrote it down so what we're gonna do and this is a suggestion that came to us a while back actually we had kind of like forgotten about or didn't really think about it for a while but from a good friend Danae friend of the show yep we are going to talk about our top five well it's going to be top five books but then I started thinking through my list and I'm like if I did just top five books it would all be like it's hard to make a decision between like books in a series or books written by a specific author so we're going to do top five books slash series slash authors so we're, we're taking some liberty with our top five here. Which it was actually easier. Yeah, because otherwise, if you have a favorite author, how do you break that down between 
Mike, yeah. how would you put like all of the Twilight? How would you pick which one of the Twilight books would be your favorite? That's what I'm saying. They're all so good. Mm-hmm. Every single one. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Just like the movies are which so is, amazing. <laughs> Do you love Twilight? I like the one with the werewolves in it. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. And the vampires. That's a good one, too. Yep. Yeah. I read that one over and over. You do. <laughs> All right. So I have mine on my list, but it's not I, It's not in order. my actual order. So I'm going wow. to have to fumble my well, way Well, you should have one. done what I did and, and, and made the order, put numbers in front of your order like I did on the thing. Because you told well, me that it was all mixed up. See, you I did could put, learn something I from me. I put numbers in my, but they're one, two, three, four, five, six. So that doesn't help a lot. So do you want to? So should we start with our honorable mentions? Because we all sure. we, we were talking about this earlier. We we so I don't know what Lisa picked, and Lisa doesn't know what I picked, but we both know that we've got an on, honorable mention. So I think that's where we should start, right? Which is weird. It's weird the 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 brain thing, how it works. I think well, we did this with the movies too. So I think from now on, that's the way it's going to be as a top okay. five with an honorable mention. <laughs> and, and top six just sounds weird. Yeah, it's so top, top five and. The one that you just couldn't quite. And I don't know that I could commit it to it anyway, though. I don't think I could put it in as... I think if I would put it in as like a six, if if we had six, I would have had to pick something else. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So. So, uh, do you want me to start or do you want to start? Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start. Okay, go ahead. I don't think it matters, but I'll start. So, my honorable mention and... This is a fairly recent read for me, considering I don't read a whole lot as it is. But what the one I picked is Running Man. I thought that one would be in there somewhere. Did you? Yep. So I picked this. Well, I read I read it originally because obviously I'm a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, and also because your wife bought it for you. Well, yeah, because I said I wanted it, so Elisa bought it for me on the Kindle, mm-hmm. and I read it electronically on my e-papers. And I wanted to see how different it was from the movie. And it's completely different. Because it is totally one of your favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Running Man is awesome. It's an amazing movie. I mean, you have Richard Dawson. Yeah. Richard Dawson is in there and Arnold and, and Jesse Ventura. And it's amazing. But it's the the premise is the same. So the idea is that, you, that it's like this post-apocalyptic world where... And in the movie, it's prisoners and stuff that get signed up for the Running Man TV program where if it's like these fights to the death where if you win at the end, you get released and you get pardoned and all that kind of stuff. And there's it's almost like uh, like 1980s professional wrestling where there's like crazy characters and one on one matches and different crazy stuff like that. The book is completely different. So it's like there's this basically you can go anywhere in the world for an unlimited amount of time. And if you get away, you get away. But uh, the thing that stands out to me the most is the very end. And I don't know if I should spoil it because, I mean, it's how old I is I haven't this? read it. Okay, then I won't spoil it because. Because I want to read it, but I haven't read it. And why isn't it showing up on my stuff? What's that? The Running Man. What do you mean? I don't know why it's not. Oh, there we go. It's showing up here now. Oh, well, okay. Because it as wasn't showing up in mine. Yeah, it wasn't showing up in mine. Oh. But it's worth reading. It's it doesn't take long to read. I, I read it actually a couple of years ago when when I went out to spring training with my with my dad and my uncle, like on the plane. It's a great book to read because it goes really fast. Mm-hmm. And it's not a book; it's like a short story kind of. But the ending is so crazy and amazing and awesome. Well, and I don't know if people know. I mean, it's 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 written by Stephen King, but it was yep. written under Richard Bachman. Yes. Because we have the Bachman books, mm-hmm. which has, I think it has, does it have, it has Thinner and The Running Man, and I can't remember what else is in there, but. Yeah, I don't remember. There's like four or five books in there, I think, or three. I can't remember. But yeah, so, yeah, it was like, so, what was it? It was like $1.99 or something, or three ninety nine to keep you entertained on the plane. Super so. cheap. And it was well worth it, because it was really cool. So, Lisa, what's your honorable mention? That's hard to say. Um, my honorable mention is an author because you right. said that's how we could roll. We, so. we, we can do what it, this is our show. So, well, I guess technically it's your show because it's is, got your name on it. You do whatever you want to do. So, um, my honorable mention, and I cannot say his last name, um, Oliver Twist. P-O-T-S-C-H. 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 Sure. 
Mm-hmm. See, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd go with that. So um, he is the author of the Hangman's Daughter series. Oh yeah, which you haven't read, but I think you'd really enjoy it. It's my it's, dad's read that, right? Didn't he you that to loves him? it? Yeah, he loves it, and he keeps asking me when the next one is because we 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 manage your dad's Kindle. Yeah. So, well, I manage your dad's Kindle. Right. It's kind of an event when we get together for holidays and stuff. What's new on the Kindle? Because he doesn't, he doesn't have the Amazon account or anything like that. He just no. kind of, here's a Kindle with a bunch of books on it. Go ahead and read. And he loves it. And I share. And I think about that when I order stuff, too. Or when I buy stuff, I'm like, well, is he going to like this? And mm-hmm. so, um, and uh, yeah, I have a couple more in the series for him now, I think, that he hasn't read. So, cool. um, but he really liked them. And I didn't know if he would because they're, it, it's awfully dark. It's dark and graphic, and you know I like that stuff. Yeah. I like that that it, it's it, it's a story of. Um, well, here I'll just read the I'll read the synopsis here. Um, the, the so it's a series, and the Hangman's Daughter is book one. So it's Germany, sixteen sixty, um, when a dying boy is pulled from the river with a mark crudely tattooed on his shoulder. Hangman Jacob Cusil is called upon to investigate whether witchcraft is at play. So begins the Hangman's Daughter, the chillingly detailed, fast-paced historical thriller from um, German television screenwriter Oliver. The last name I can't say. A descendant of the Cusils, a famous Bavarian executioner clan. So the series, it's been translated to English because I think it's written in German. Mm. Um, But it's been it's been translated into oh series thinking I'm talking to her now. Um, But it's been translated to English and he is actually a descendant of this clan, but he's made up this completely fictitious story about it. So, I mean, some of it, I think, is based on like what he knows. Um. But yeah, reading it um, and yes, being a hangman in the 1600s, I, yeah, not something or like a member of that family. It was not like a highly esteemed position. I thought it was. Uh, So maybe there at that time. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Hmm. It was it was pretty uh, it, it's pretty it, it, it's it's interesting. So um, your dad's actually read further in the series than I have. So that's why I said I, I love the book, um, but it's I, he's actually read further in the series than I have. So that's why it's an honorable mention, because I okay. believe that. Yeah. More to go. I, I'll, I'll enjoy it just as much with the other books. But nice. But All yeah, right. it's pretty it's pretty gruesome. So if you like gruesome, check them out. What is it called? What's the series called? The Hangman's Daughter series. Okay. All right, so my number five, which we're actually getting to actual books. Man, I'm looking at my list. <laughs> I should have spent more time on this. I have no actual books. No? No. All right, so mine is, this. my number five is an actual book, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. I knew it. Love this book. This is one, so my father was a high school uh, English teacher, taught a lot of English and a lot of literature. This is one of his favorite books as well, while we were just talking about my father, in fact. Um, but I remember this is my memory is awful. And this is going to come up, a couple, come up a couple different times here, but my memory is awful. We know this. This is a well-established fact. We've talked about it multiple times in the show. Lisa shakes her head because she knows. Well, you keep saying it has to do with age now, but it's not any worse no. now than it was before. I'm afraid what's going to happen in like 20 years. It's, my memory's always been bad. It's always been really bad. Terrible. But I remember. Vividly, and I remember everything. Vividly. I remember I read this book in one day. I remember as a... You never read anything in one day. Nope. It was over the summer and I was probably, I was a kid. I was probably, I couldn't have been more than like 10 or something like that. But I I read this entire Huckleberry Finn book in one day because I was so, it's just like you're a kid and you can kind of identify with, with Huckleberry Finn and going on this adventure and in like, you know, rafting down the Mississippi River and it was just amazing. And I knew, you know, how much my dad liked it. So I, I read that whole thing and it's still, I haven't read it in years and years and years, but that it's was on your Kindle. Yeah. So I, it's one of those, everything's on the Kindle, but I don't have time. That's a problem. I don't have time to read all this stuff, but yeah. So Huckleberry Finn, amazing, amazing book. I remember I read it. I think I've read it twice. I haven't read it in a really long time mm-hmm. though. Yeah. But it's on my Kindle. There you go. It's on your Kindle, Elise. You should read it. My number five is, and I just talked about her last week, um, Rainbow Rowell and mm. her books. Mm-hmm. Um, Eleanor and Park is by far my favorite book of hers. Um, but Fangirl was really good. Um, yeah, all of her books are really good. I mean, and it's it's young adult. It's 
there, but there's there's so much there, and I think it's the pop culture references that I just really kind of I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like Eleanor and Park was a lot of um, punk uh, pop culture from the eighties, and and just like the reference to like the clothing and um, the there was atta- no yeah attachments. I think it was attachments where she there is they there were two people working in an office together and um they were about they were probably like about our age and it mm-hmm. took place like in the 90s and referencing things that we we experienced when we were growing up but i just i really like her stories so she is definitely my yes. number five well i'm gonna follow up your uh well not not i'm not gonna follow it with the same thing but i'm gonna go with an author for my number five or, is it Rainbow Rowell? It is not Rainbow Rowell, although she is an author I've heard. Somebody told me once that she's written some books. She's really good. So my number four is going to be Kurt Vonnegut. And I don't know how to explain it necessarily because... So when I first... When I read my first Kurt Vonnegut book, I read that and I'm like, this is how I write... If I were going to write a book, this is what it would sound like because... Things are, I mean, they all make sense, but it's just weird and out there and kind of disjointed, but just so creative and out there scenarios that like there's like science fiction in there, but not really and time travel, but not really and like really, really weird characters. And it's just, he's just got, I don't know, just a, a crazy imagination with some really neat stories and I don't want to say morals or lessons necessarily, but kind of morals and lessons a little bit. Definitely. And for me worth reading obviously so i've never read any i've never read any of his books you should go to the bookshelf there's like three of them out there you should i know yeah they're really really good well and i have some on my kindle <laughs> really not the kindle i do you well, don't and, say well and some of the ones on the bookshelf i bought for you yeah because there were a couple that like i think i got them for you because i didn't i knew you didn't have them so yeah well and i have i I I have the audiobook for Slaughterhouse Five because and I thought oh that's that the the narrator is going to be good it's Ethan Hawke yeah and it, Slaughterhouse Five especially is not exactly what you think it's going to be which is mostly with his books is it about it's, a slaughterhouse um kind of okay but not really. All right, I need to. I need to listen to it. Yeah, if yeah, if you if you've got it on the audiobook and you is like it the creepy? Reader, um, I don't remember exactly everything about it, but no, it's not creepy. Okay, so I'm not going to be afraid if I'm listening to it while I'm walking oh, out no, of Horicon no. Marsh with Rollo by myself, where like bodies are found on a no, regular basis. No, no. Well, not a regular not, basis. No, but... it's not like it's not like a horror okay. Okay. writer or anything like that. It's just morally weird. Weird. Okay. Yeah, just right. weird. Weird. Lisa, what's your number four? David Sedaris. Okay. <clears throat> because he makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. And I Always just listened look... to a couple of his audio. <sighs> yeah. His, his audio books. And I think that's where a lot of my, I mean, my top five, a lot of my, my top five, they come from the, because I don't, well, and like you, you don't read a lot, but you, li- and we've talked about this. You listen to podcasts. Yep. I listen to audiobooks. So, because I don't, I don't, I, I probably listen, I listen to audiobooks more than I read, like okay, physically sure. read. So, um, yeah. And when it, the author reads it and they're amazing because I mean, he speaks, that's the same. They're, they're essays about his life and him, well, then the la- author has to read it. If it's and, essays about himself and his life, I, to have somebody else read it would be really weird. And he's a good reader, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he does, he does like speaking presentations all the time, too. Sure. So, oh, yeah. I, I, he was in, I think he was in Milwaukee a few months ago. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the, um, the, the one that I read recently, well, and it made me think about your dad because he was talking about something. Number three mentioned for my dad today with, um, forensics. <laughs> Um, oh, was um, my dad actually? Co- you talk about forensics as in like speech yeah, competitions? Not not like forensic. Like that's how my dad got his job. Did you what? know that? That's no. how. That, yeah, because they they said because like I said before, my dad taught high school English and literature courses, and pretty much it was because he he was going to go in and coach baseball because he's got obviously a past in baseball. He knows how to play baseball. But they said if you take uh, forensics, if you coach forensics, you have the job. And my dad, as far as I know, he had done like one play. I've actually got the script for the one play that he did. Some actually, now that we've moved, I don't, I don't know where the script is, but I had the script for it. But he did like one play ever, 
and here he was coaching. <laughs> He's going to coach forensics. And for those that don't know what forensics is, it's always like speech competition. So it's yeah. play acting. It's a uh, radio broadcasting. It's uh, debate. It's all that kind of stuff that is in forensics, which which he hadn't done before. But it's like, all right, if it's a job, I'll take it. <laughs> I think he did it for one or two seasons, and then and then uh, somebody else took over after that. I think I told me about that. He did or I did? I think you did. Yeah. I think you did. Well, I thought of it. And, well, So he only did it for a couple of years? It wasn't very long. So why did I think... Well, you must have told me that story before then, because when I got to... Because it's like the end of the... Well, one of the first Davis Adaris books that I was... That I, that I quote, read right. um, was Let's Explore Owls with Diabetes... Or Diabetes with Owls. And at the end of it, there are some like topics in there for forensics. And so oh. I thought of your dad. And as I was listening to it all the way through, though, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, I mean, he's just, it, it, David just has, like, this convert. He, he's very convert. Well, he's he's writing about his life. Sure. But he laughs at himself. And I really appreciate that in an author. And it makes me yeah, feel better about myself when other people are laughing at themselves because I laugh at myself a lot. <laughs> Not necessarily because I'm funny. But yeah. what's your number three? My number three... My number three, looking at my list is, and what's left and, and how I have to order them. No, no peeking, Elisa. Well, no, I'm just making sure your phone is still on. Do you know what your three, two, and one it. are in case your phone dies? I do. Okay. I know. So my number three is going to be Harry Potter, the entire series of Harry Potter, because... You can't pick one. I can't pick one. And up until, like, Harry Potter, I think this is the same, or this is true for a lot of people and a lot of kids, is that it got people to read who hadn't normally or hadn't traditionally yeah. read a lot. And I, they're, you know, looking forward to those books, which is something I hadn't done really ever before and waiting for them to come out. And then like you and I, we had to buy two complete, we have two complete sets of this, of the Harry Potter series only because we couldn't share them when they came out again. Well, and when we had first started dating, I think the, I think it was the second book had just come out and we bonded over that too, talking about it because I felt so silly that I was reading like this, this like, I mean, it wasn't even like young adult. I mean, it was like the, the first couple of books, they were like kid. Yeah. I mean, they, they I don't know what that is. Like kid book. Kid book, chil- children's books. <laughs> and yeah, that was, that was a long time. Well, in my, my first copy has like, well, it has Joey teeth marks all over it because he decided it right. was a chew toy. But yeah, we have we we have two copies from before we started dating, and then we always had to order two copy pre order two copies because yep. we couldn't share. Yeah, and there again, I, I do remember going into Walden Books. If anybody remembers Walden Books, where in was the mall. there a Walden book <laughs> in Town? Was there? Yeah, I bought the first three books as a box set because I'm like, again, we talked about this in music, but I went through. I'm like, all right, I got to see what this whole Harry Potter thing is all about, and so I went and bought the first three books as as uh, the box. There was a Walden books. How did I miss yeah. Walden books? I don't know. I, I know it was over. I don't remember where it is, but yeah, there was a Walden. There are no more like Walden in books the mall anywhere. Oh yeah, it was in the mall. Because I went to Borders for all of them. I didn't. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever. I didn't know there was. I don't even remember. I love bookstores. Yeah, they just smell good. They smell like books. They smell like paper and <laughs> books. Speaking of paper and books, Lisa, what's your number three paper and book? My number three is Michael Perry. Another author. Another author. Mike, as we call him. Mike, as we're as as he is more, yeah, he he goes. If you're by like Mike. me and you've had multiple Twitter conversations with Mike, you can call him by his his uh, his first name. So he's a Wisconsin-based author. Yeah, and he has generally been. Um, he's up until a couple of years ago, he has written. Um, basically, essays and like books about like life experiences with a truck that he restored the book is mm-hmm. called truck truck population the 485 485 um it's about a town where there's 485 people coop? believe it or not chicken coop it's about chickens <laughs> no they're they're all really really they're he's he's a he he's an amazing author an amazing speaker i his audiobooks he again reads them yeah and he yeah, it's it's they're just they're really nice to listen to. They're just wonderful Wisconsin stories. Mm-hmm. Um, even so, he started two new book, two actual um, two fiction series. Um, one is called Scavengers, 
which is a like a children's young adult, young adult, young adult, young adult. And um, it another that is um, the he started or he it's not a series. It's just he wrote a nonfiction called The Jesus Cow about a oh, yeah, cow that, that is born with um, the it looks like the face of Jesus on the side of the cow and yeah. how this like all turns into like this weird like money making thing that he doesn't want it to be and yeah. his friends and he just it's it's a really great story and him writing about. It, it, describing the characters and the, the the like everything like stopping I think I think they stopped at the quick trip and I mean it's like all of this like very Wisconsin yeah. stuff it's very cool so yeah he's he's my number three number three which makes me number two so again this is one that I have a very visual memory so what little memory I have is very visual I remember. I know what one of your top two are. I wonder if it's your, I wonder if it's the well, one I'm thinking. I know, you know what, what actually, one of them, I don't know what, I can't think of what both of them are. Both of my top two are both very, very visual beginnings. And so this is the one, this is a series of books that kind of introduced me at a young age to the whole uh, idea of kind of fantasy and magic and all that I kind know of stuff. What it is. I can see myself, I can't see myself. Now, this is weird, but like the Huckleberry Finn, I can see myself in the third person laying on the couch reading. There are only a couple times in my life where I can like I can see like outside of my body, like watching myself do things. That's one of them. One of the other ones is playing baseball. But I can see at the uh, local public library... I can see myself looking at the bookshelves and saying, that seems like something I'd like to read. And I think I checked out probably all of them, the entire Chronicles of Narnia. I didn't even think of that. And I should have thought of that. Then I know what your number one is. Yeah. So the entire Chronicles of Narnia, which... And I've made it only... I only read the first one. Yeah. they're, They're worth reading. You have to... So the order that they were originally released in is not the correct order to read them in. I mean, you can just for historical accuracy and whatnot, but chronologically in the story is not really how it goes. You got to shuffle them around a little bit. But yeah, I mean, the whole idea of... Because they're children's books, right? Yeah, they're children. I mean, I was probably uh, eight or nine, ten maybe. Yep, Ronald's getting, he's getting settled in. But yeah, I was, I was probably, I was very very young at that point and reading through and i remember just just the uh the wonder and the magic of all the talking animals and uh everything magic happening and all that kind of stuff so yeah so i think that would be my my number two and i haven't read them in a long time i probably should because i imagine they're really quick reads at this point even for somebody like me who reads very slowly well i think well it's not you you and i read very differently yeah i like am like well i i I, and I almost think that it's better for me when I listen to the audiobook because I listen and I pay more attention. For me, like reading, I feel like I'm it's hard for me to just focus and I like want to know like just like what happens. The details I feel like I kind of get like yeah. bogged down by the details. But when I listen to the audiobook, I really appreciate the details. Maybe that's why because usually I'm knitting or I'm doing something else. Yeah. So maybe just like sitting down and just like reading for me just is like too. I, I can't do anything. I need, I need to, I don't settle down very well. You need, yeah. And then when I read, the reason I read so slow is because I read everything as if it were yep. a script or a screenplay yep. or a like stage play. I do all the voices and I read. I want to clarify that Mike is not a slow reader. He no. just, you, 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 you soak it all in. I act it all out in my head. That's, I, that's, yes. that's just how I read. I don't know in for people to not read that way to me is weird. I'm weird. You're at least as weird. <laughs> but this is why a lot of times, like, I will read books more than once. Yeah. Because I, like, I want to know what happens. I want to get the gist of the story. And then sometimes I will read it through a second time to just kind of soak get everything in. Because and... I want to know what happens. My grandma, my, 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 my dad's mom. Yeah. She used to read the end of the book first. <laughs> That's terrible. Which that shouldn't surprise you from what well, I've told you about her is that she first. would eat dessert yeah. first and she would read the end of the book first. That because she she wanted point, to know what then? happened. Yeah, but and I think about that now and I'm like, you know, 
I wonder if that might not be a bad idea for me because then no, I would know what happened and then idea. I could sa- then I could soak in all the details. No, no. don't that's no. terrible. No. Okay. So my number 2 Lisa's number two. Which we have already talked about. We did. Oh, Harry Potter? Yes. <laughs> nice. Harry okay. Potter. So, um, yeah, I, I remember I was in um, I was in Colorado visiting family because that's where I'm from. And we all met up there. And my 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 cousins were younger. They're they're both quite a bit young. Well, all of them are younger than me. I'm the oldest on all both sides. Um but the the cousins I was with were like one of them. She's, God, I was like twenty two, I think maybe. So she had to have been like, I mean, like maybe early teens. And she was talking to me about Harry Potter. We went out for lunch somewhere. I think we went to Macaroni Girl, and there was a bookstore next door. And she's like, "Oh well, why don't we go?" Why don't we we got to go over there because a new Harry Potter book is coming out. I'm like, what are you talking about? I yeah. had no idea what it was all about. And I thought it was the stupidest thing. And then I met you and you were reading it. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a little bit of, <laughs> but that's my Harry Potter thing. So, yeah. And we have not read, I, the, we have not read the new, the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child no, it's a stage play, right? Yeah. So we'll read it at some point, I'm sure. But... Yep. So you ready for my number one, Elisa? Yeah, what's your number one? I'm pretty sure you know my I know number what it one. Is. So my number one, again, very... Just as you probably know what my number one is. You know what? I don't know that I do. Well, it'll be a, it'll be a secret. Well, it's not a secret because you'll tell everybody. But <laughs> so my number one, and I don't remember what order I read these in. I feel like I may have read them out of order. But I'm the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. So Narnia kind of kicked off a whole fantasy magic thing in me, which I carry to this day. I'm a big nerd, which anybody who knows me knows that to be true. (laughs) Big cute nerd. Yeah. With your death head shirt on. Right. Yeah. The (laughs) canyon spells. Um, Yeah. I'm a weird combination of couch potato nerd who likes to go to the gym and lift heavy weights i I don't i don't know how that worked out but so i got so i got the trilogy the lord of the rings trilogy out of the garbage in sixth grade seventh grade seventh grade my uh the the english teacher my english teacher in seventh grade they had just gotten a new like a new copy or a new uh yeah i guess new copies of the series and she was tossing out the other, the old series that were all totally beat up and crappy. And I'm like, can I have those? And she's like, yeah, take them. Thrifty in sixth grade even. Well, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to read them. I'm like, that looks awesome. There's mountains and there's elves Are those the ones dwarves. you have now? No, that's okay. a, that's a new, I don't know what happened to the ones that I, that I had there. But yeah, so I took them out of the garbage and read them and was just enthralled and fascinated with the whole thing beginning to end to the point that I now have a uh, one ring inscription tattoo on my arm and which Elisa, that was my birthday present at one, one year, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. I bought you a tattoo. Which you took it right out of the book in, uh, oh my goodness. My brain is completely blanked on. <laughs> this is my life. Yeah, that that this is this is my life too, Elisa. Imagine <laughs> from this side what that's like. But yeah, so in the handwriting of the original inscription and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, the whole thing, the movies. Of course, we saw we own all the movies in the extended editions. Not the Hobbit yet because I wasn't super. Oh, but the know. beards. The, the beards, beards were, were incredible. Yeah, if they had taken that. I remember from... sitting there in the theater with you, and we went with we went with another couple that are like, like, eight times more nerdy than us. Yeah, in like awesomely, right. like like oh, seriously, like I mean, it, they were yeah, and we're sitting there, and I remember you nudging me, being like, "Look at those beards." They're pretty good. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna beards. end up yeah," because I in winter you grow a beard. Yep. And then I wait for it to be shaved off. So. Which I think I've already started my winter beard for this year. So I'm just done shaving. I quit. I'm sick of it. So please send an email to podcast at Elise the Arnista to ask Mike to shave. They don't care. They say, go for it, Mike. You do whatever you want to do. Elise is number one. My number one. You have to know what my number one I'm is. I'm sure I'll know it when you, when you say it. Diana Gabaldon. Oh, of course. How did you? Yeah, you're just being silly. (laughs) 
So I discovered Outlander a lot of years ago, mm -hmm. like before, like before the stars thing, before like. Well, this I, is a hipster. She liked it before it was cool. I did. <laughs> no, I, I think I heard about it actually from Kelly Petkin from Petkin, Petkin, Petkin from uh, Nitpicks. Oh. She, I mean, this was like when podcasting was like a brand new thing. And I heard about it because she, she listened. She's actually the one that turned me on to audiobooks. Hmm. And, um, because she's like, well, you can still knit. And I'm like, well, I'm all for that. Yeah. So I got my Audible membership many, many years ago because of her. Um, and the, the she had, like, she would recommend books. And one of them was Outlander. And I started listening to it. And it's, it's a combination of the narrator and the story. But honestly, I have talked to a lot of people. They're like, I tried reading that first book and I couldn't make it through it. And I said, you know, I don't know. And I own I own the audiobooks, the Kindle books, mm -hmm. the the trade size paperbacks of all of the books. Um, but I don't know that I could have made it through that first book if it wouldn't have been for the audiobook. Hmm. Because the first book, I'm not a big I'm not a fan of romance. Mm. And the first one is very, very romancy. Um yeah. but I get and and it's it's interesting because when she when it first you you can't exactly you people tried to put it in a place in a like in a genre but it's historical fiction it's kind of the first one first one is romance yeah. but um after that it's really just like it, it's very interesting the the progression over time and in learning you know these historical things that um i may not have learned otherwise so she and she does like amazing research um but yeah, and then I didn't want to watch the series because I didn't want it to ruin anything. And yeah. it didn't. It really didn't. So that is, the, it, for me, that is, and, and that's a series that I have read through it um, all the way twice. And I probably will again because the next book isn't coming out for like another year. Hmm. So, but they're like, and they're eight, 800 to 1,000 pages each. There are companions that go with them. So it takes a while to get through them. Yeah, they're. I mean, it's 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 really cool because I think I came in uh, like around maybe the the third or fourth book, um, and now she's at eight and working on the ninth. Holy cow! So yeah, it was. Does she have a plan to end it, or is this just going to go on forever? It, it sounds like this might be the last one. Okay. She's going to have to end it at some point because so. the characters are getting old. <laughs> So, but it's interesting. It's yeah. it's a really it's a really great series, and I've talked to a lot of people that have been fans for a long time. And it was something that you know I I introduced it to you know when we worked together. Some mm -hmm. of the people that I worked with, I yeah. introduced them to it, and and they still read it, and they and they tell still me read it the and new they're... one, and say, "Tell Elisa, I'm reading the new one." Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good series. From I actually I have a loaner copy. I have a loaner copy of sure. the first book that I will. Uh, hand out to anyone that is wanting to see if it's their cup of tea but yeah. i do i recommend the i recommend the audiobooks davina porter is the narrator for the audiobooks and she is incredible yeah absolutely incredible so and the spinoffs there's all sorts of spinoff books there's yeah it's it's good so that takes us that's our top five so if you have any other ideas for top fives that you would like us to do. Oh, man. I just noticed another one that I should have had in there. You, you, are you going to have a second honorable mention? Is that what's happening now? Can I retroactively add, like, another one? Yeah. Suzanne Collins and the whole Hunger Games series. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Because that was a real, that was one that I read through really fast, too. Mm -hmm. A friend of mine um, loaned the books to me, the actual book books. And, yeah, I don't know. I like them. They're really good. Yeah. Did we Another young the, adult. Did we ever see the last movie in that? Probably not. I don't think we did. And we didn't quitters. see the last. Movie we didn't see the, the last Hobbit, Hobbit. Series, which I from what I, I still hear, haven't we're seen okay the last Twilight either. Yeah, I need no. To, I think that's yeah. okay. Well, I need to see what happens. Do you really? <laughs> I do. So, I do. I need to say I, I finished it. I think that one you could probably just let that go. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. So we'll hang on to man. We got some. Uh, Canadian canoes and stuff that we I think we're not going to get to that we'll talk about that next week we'll keep that on the list uh, we're going to go ahead and bind it off so if you have any other go have our ideas, taco Sunday. yeah we'll go have taco Sunday. why are we having taco Sunday? because tacos are delicious Elisa but but why why are we having tacos that you don't need another reason to have tacos besides why are we the fact having tacos? that they are delicious Elisa 
Did I make? Well, I I made a muffin cake. Yeah. We had a, well, now we're okay, Lisa. We're I'm trying to wrap up the show. I know, but it's next week. It's going to be too late. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, I'm getting old again. I'm still not dead. So we keep going. So <laughs> you're having tacos because we couldn't go out. I couldn't find anywhere that was going to be safe for me to eat without a hassle. So we're making yeah. tacos and um, having margaritas and. Um, well, some cake. I made a muffin cake because yeah. Mike likes lemon cake and I found lemon poppy seed muffin gluten-free mix. And so close enough. It has frosting and it's stuck together and it'll work. And that's what a cake is. So happy birthday. Thanks, Elisa. It's my birthday. Well, not quite my birthday. It's almost your soon, birthday. It's almost my birthday. You get to work on your birthday because that's yeah. what adults do. Right. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. If you do have any other questions, comments, suggestions, ideas for future top five lists, or you just want to uh, drop us a line and say, hey. How's it going? Have a good day. Keep up the good work. Send an email to podcast at elisathearnista.com. Um, you can also, no, that's it. You can, I was going to say, you can also check Elisa on her social medias over on uh, elisathearnista.com in the upper right hand. You can find her on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Ravelry. And is that all? That's probably all. Facebook. Say Facebook. I think I said Facebook. Okay. But all those I wasn't places, listening to you. Yeah. No, I, Rollo was doing something. Rollo was being cute, so, so I stopped course, listening. Rollo gets the attention as soon as he starts doing something cute. Now he's coming back. So we'll go ahead and bind it off, and we're going to take a break, go eat some tacos, and we'll talk to you all next week. Cheers. But she told me, boy, you don't have to stay to a candy to leave. Yeah, I packed my rags and I left my bags. It's a drunken day on the waterway, babe, but a river.